0: Yes, it's Monday and we all know what that means by now, don't we indeed? Yes, we do. It's time to talk about ghosts with me, Kev. Hi, like the intro says. How have you all been? That's what us podcasters like to ask. We keep each response we receive in a little diary and then we can look through them and go, Ah, we don't really, but we do care. I want you all to know that as fact. But I do sincerely hope you're all well. How's our week been? Well, we've been in Wales, and you're about to hear all about it. Because today's episode is slightly different than usual. We basically have an elongated Becker's Reddit corner. And the reason for that is, well, we had such a lovely time away. We wanted to discuss that, but we also want to discuss the paranormal within Reddit with the story we found, and also talk about a few weird things that have gone on over the last few days, or have they been weird at all? According to me, yes. According to Becca, no. Therefore, we thought you'd like to hear that discussion-slash-argument... Anyway, before we crack on, we need to say a huge thank you to everyone who's joined up to Patreon because you're all wonderful. You're all keeping the lights going here on the show at Wintag Towers. It's not a tower. It's a two-story house. Anyway, um, if you sign up to Patreon, what you get in exchange is you get two shows each and every week. Not two shows a month. Nothing like that. Two shows each and every week. Yes, you do. You get me rambling midweek, which I like to do, as you can tell. And you also get a Paranormal Patreon on a Sunday, which is normally me and Becca discussing or doing our best to discuss something paranormal. Um, I think this week we discussed Ghosts of North Wales because we were there and why not? And Becca had bought me a wonderful book about the subject. So that's what you've got to look forward to. And not only that, I also sing your name out as a bit of a thank you. And this week we have three wonderful new Patreons to say a thank you to. We have April Corkwell, Penny Boyce and Darcy Castro. And I couldn't read my own writing there. I really need to learn how to write properly. I'm 44. Anyway, this little song is for you. The guitar is well and truly out, and let's go a little bit country, folks. Here we go. D'Arcy Castro, Penny Boyce, April Cackwell too. You've signed up to the Patreon, and I want to say thank you. Thank you for keeping the lights on, keeping the lights on here on the show. Well, thank you from the bottom of my swinging brick. Ended this on an E minor 7th. You don't hear too many of them these days. And, of course, a slight falsetto, because my voice is feeling up to it today. Anyway, a huge thank you. If you'd like to join the Patreon, head over to patreon.com forward slash we need to talk about ghosts, because indeed we do. Now... As promised, there is no paranormal review, so you don't have to this week. There is no listener stories for this week, sadly, because it is my favourite part of the show. What there is instead is an elongated version of Becca's Reddit corner, you lucky, lucky people. Anyway, that's what you're about to hear. I hope you have a wonderful week. We'll speak to you again next week, unless you're a Patreon, in which case we'll speak to you Midweek for a ramble and Sunday for a Paranormal Patreon. Until then, they look like nice eggs. It'll all become evidently clear very soon. Ladies and gentlemen, now it is time for Paranormal Reddit Corner with Becca. And here we are in the beautiful, the beautiful, spacious, yet dingy, dark and disturbing corner Owned by Becca.
1: Welcome.
0: And her her perils, no not perils, her tales of, I was going to say torture but you don't like that word. I don't like
1: the action either.
0: No, tales of terror, torment and titillation. Oh no. Oh no. From the corners of Reddit. It's Becca's Reddit (laughs) corner.
1: (laughs) Dear me, that was too meandering wasn't Wasn't it? Wasn't it
0: just? I think it was because he had those headphones around me now.
1: Okay.
0: Anyway, have you been?
1: Yeah. <laughs> have you been? Have you been? Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not bad.
0: Like I've just ran into you. <laughs> Yee. <laughs> Yee's not been too bad. Horse mm-hmm. is playing up. Is <laughs> it? Yeah. think it got a flatty on the back hoof. Do
1: yeah. you?
0: Anyway, um, we've just come back from being away, haven't we? We have. So both of our Patreons this week, both of our patrons like we've got two Patreons, <laughs> both of our Patreon episodes this week, first, The Ramble is for the first time ever. A joint ramble. Um can't be the first time ever. I think it is. And then we do a paranormal Patreon about the ghosts of North Wales, don't we? We do, yeah. Yeah, live from the caravan where you kindly took me to for my birthday. Yeah. Because I've just celebrated my 44th birthday.
1: How was it?
0: It was good. I'm 44. How long will I live to see 45? The way things are going, I don't know. Kevin. Well, I'm not being funny. I didn't sleep a wink last night. Why? I don't know. Wasn't anxiety, wasn't Maybe anything too else. you
1: excited for your trip,
0: you were so happy. Maybe, yeah, it was just over the moon with the previous trip, previous few days. <laughs> Although we have had a few strange things happen, haven't we? Like, um, not necessarily...
1: I think I know what's happened and you've just blanked it.
0: What, what go on.
1: So, first of all, there were two old hairbrushes on the yes. bed, right? Now, you, at least one of them, and I think both of them... I've used and when I was done with them you've like you've said oh I'll have them Mm. because you don't tend to buy hairbrushes but you do use them so you're like I'll take them so as far as I'm concerned they're now yours and they were on the bed before we left and I noticed that as you've been after you've been packing they were there so when we came back in and we put stuff away they were still on the bed and and I said to you you know those hairbrushes are they and put them away Mm. and you're like oh I didn't put them out and I said well you did before we went away and you were like "Mm." I don't think I did um and then there was a like a metal contraption. We think it's something to do with the toilet, don't we? Like, no, I, no, I think it's to
0: do with to do with um like bleeding the radiator.
1: I think but it's, it's to a do big with...
0: fucking thing. You wouldn't so it's miss a, it. It's
1: a metal thing with like um I don't know how to describe this. Like toilet.
0: um you know if you picture like
1: one side of it is like a thimble, right? With a pole on top of it. That's kind of shape.
0: Yeah, and it would fit over a nut.
1: Yeah, and then the and then there's another metal thing going through it as well. Which yes, it looks which like allows you, you to turn the nut. Um, I I think it's something to do with the toilet seat. Why well, I
0: don't, I I don't think, think it is?
1: Anyway, I think so. That was in weirdly in my. Um, I've got like this little basket, like where I keep like my eyeliner yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff, and um, and I was like, "That's why is that in there?" And you were like, "I don't know." <laughs> like, yeah, and I don't know. I think what's happened is it's me again. Think, is it? Yeah, it is you again. Yeah. Fucking hell. No, I think you've cleared a shelf in the bathroom. Because these things were all in the bathroom on in the shelf. We've got this long thin mirror shelf thing. I, like.
0: I, I don't recall that screwy thing because you, the, I know it is now. I've seen you put it back there for some reason. No,
1: I think that's where. It'll be honest, be, that because it's it's something to do with the toilet seats? So I so that's where we'd have kept it. It's where I would have put it anyway, within reach of the bat, like in the bathroom. Forgive I me think for you've...
0: vaping by the. <coughs>
1: No, stop vaping.
0: No, not you, the general public. <laughs> yeah,
1: they they the don't listeners. forgive you. They say no, stop vaping. Okay. Well, um, I think you've no. cleared a shelf as you've been doing I'm stuff. I think you've, you've taken your bag, like your wash bag or whatever, out of the bathroom shelf. You've cleared a shelf and you've put all this stuff on the bed and not realised that you.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Let's all say that all of your version of events. Well, they all point at me. Mm. Um, so, but what about t'other night in the caravan? We just had a discussion on the Patreon podcast about whether caravans or static homes or basically what we stayed in was a static home. It wasn't
1: like we had this conversation on 10 seconds later or something. It was
0: the same day. Anyway, where we stayed, they're called caravans, but they're not really caravans. Like We we were saying this on the episode... I envisage a caravan, a caravan to be something you attach to to the back of a car.
1: Yeah, like very small, very
0: tight, very tight. Yeah, very eighties, yeah. and you you drive it wherever yeah. you want to go, and you sleep in it. Yeah. Whereas these these are more static homes. The more what I believe Americans would call trailers. Mm. Um, but here in the UK, I know Trailer Park has got a bad connotation, hasn't it? A negative connotation, rightly or wrongly. But. Um, These trailer parks here are caravan parks. They're like holiday home sites. Yeah, and they're gorgeous. And they're gorgeous. They're like on the cliffs. Like one has just come for sale. It's a hundred and seventy thousand pounds. Was it? One hundred twenty-five. One hundred and
1: twenty-five
0: thousand pounds. Yeah. Which what's that about? Maybe a hundred and sixty thousand dollars.
1: Yeah, they've got Um, like all like mod specs. They're like all immaculate, aren't they? It's
0: literally on the cliff top, overlooking the North Sea. It's gorgeous, well the Irish Sea, it's gorgeous absolutely gorgeous but my point being, we were discussing whether, because they're not made of like brick and stone, whether they could be haunted, and now we've received ghost stories in the past from people who've had haunted trailers in the US, Mm. and I was just we were just debating whether this could be a thing anyway um, the last night you got about an hour's kip, didn't you? Oh yeah, I was yeah Um, sleep being kip Uh, all told. And the reason for that was the cat was being very, like, weird, wasn't it? It, Like, being very meowy and very trying to get our attention.
1: I didn't... I didn't notice this at first. I thought she was fine of, like, the evening.
0: She was normal. Yeah, because if you remember, because we obviously took her as well, neighbour um, didn't mind. The, the neighbour didn't mind, yeah. Giving
1: her a little,
0: a little trip. A little, yeah, a little holiday. trip, yeah. We
1: take the neighbour's cat on holiday with us. Um, like and or? she
0: spent the first night under a bed in the spare room, which we'd kind of set up as her room. Mm. Um, second night, same. Third no, she, night... No,
1: she was the best of the second night. She was out a bit Yeah, she was
0: easing up as the, yeah. the days went on. Anyway, the last night, we always placed her bed at the side of our bed, in in where we live at home. So we'd done the same there. And on the last night... You, you even pointed, didn't you, and said, look, she's in her bed. Yeah. So everything was normal. Yeah. Anyway, middle of the night, she starts meowing and trying to get our attention, like literally like clawing at our feet and like meowing and jumping up on the bed, meow, meow, meow. This is like bang on three o'clock. It's
1: not bang on three o'clock. Well, it
0: was there, thereabouts, Beck. As you can tell, the cat's uh, just <laughs> um. Uh, and it seriously was there or thereabouts. Next thing, the smoke alarm starts going off. Yeah,
1: that was the first time I woke up. So the smoke alarm starts going off like like the alarm of it. not Yeah, like not a like,
0: beep beep like a low battery. battery. Not like as in so like, like a oh, beep, what? Beep. So we're both
1: obviously like dead bleary-eyed. I turn the light on. You get up. Go and have a look. Turn it off by pressing the button. Yeah. Have a look around. Nothing, no
0: nothing's on of smoke. fire. Yeah, there's check, no smell of smoke. Check the grill. And, and the also there's a carbon yeah. monoxide that t- detected directly next to it. So that hasn't gone yeah, off. Yeah, that
1: wasn't going off. So, you check the oven, check everything's all right, and you go back to bed.
0: Yeah. But she keeps me out like and acting right? up like something's yeah. amiss.
1: So, then a couple of minutes later, so about 10 minutes later, it was kind of drifting off again, and it goes off again. So, like, oh, yeah. off. sake. So, I get up this time, I get my light on, press the button on it, turn it off, and I have a proper good look around this time. Like, I'm looking everywhere. Like, there's just no sign of any yeah (laughs) like any smoke at all it was like uh, everything was all right but she was fussing and when i was in the kitchen i was even like looking in cupboards and stuff and she was fussing a bit like you know around my legs and she
0: seemed disturbed
1: yeah um so anyway we go back i'm like it's all right we go back to bed um trying to drift off again and then it goes off again yeah third time so like oh for god's sakes this time you get up press the button, just take it off the wall. Just took well, it off it's the like wall. We like, both checked this uh, out. There's, we're
0: all right. Yeah. There's but nothing I think else. that's something in the back of your mind Thought maybe we're not, maybe we're missing something. It was,
1: yeah, because I was thinking like, why is it going off and why is she fussing? There's... Because the thing, it's so when the battery gets low on it, which would be your first thought, it does like intermittent beeps.
0: Yeah, it even this, says on the back. It says mm-hmm. when the battery is low, you will know because it will give out one solitary beep every sixty seconds. Yeah. Whereas this was beep, and it's a similar one to we've got at home. Beep. We've had this before. Yeah, a this is an
1: actual alarm, like a loud, rah, 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 yeah, yeah, like yeah, an yeah,
0: alarm yeah, yeah. that yeah, you yeah. have
1: to. Um. So yeah, anyway, she was fussing. So I didn't really get back to sleep then. I think there was a part of me that was like. But what if there's something, you know what I mean? We yeah, can't, yeah. Like, as if we're just going back to the I bed. I mean, I did, because I was mission. fucking...
0: It was, I had a drink two nights on the run, and I don't drink, do I? So, <laughs> I'd had it Because, like, it was my birthday, we were on a club site, there was bingo, um, there's a bar on site. I And stupidly as well, you know when people have pre-drinks? I, it turns out I can't have pre-drinks, because I pour myself... Imagine a tall tumbler glass... I fill half of that with vodka. That was ridiculous. And the remainder with whatever, like iron brew or orange juice or whatever. I was and like,
1: why, why, why are you doing this? You don't drink. Why are you doing this? I have, this? You're I have, have just two get of them. Instantly.
0: I have two of them it's and then we go idea. out. So I basically have about half a pint of vodka and then we go out.
1: Yeah, I was just like, like listen, you know, I'm all for someone having a drink but I yeah. don't understand why you do that because you, as you say, you don't really drink much anymore. That's ridiculous.
0: I mean, on the first night that I'd done that, which was my birthday night. And then went had a coke, didn't I? Yeah. And then toned it down a bit. Yeah. And that was alright. We went for a for a nice Chinese meal. Um and then uh on the second night though, I was falling asleep in the pub wasn't it.
1: Yeah.
0: Even the guy Sleep- sat next to me was like, off. You need to take him home. It was like
1: <laughs> Drifting off. Guys. The shame. Yeah.
0: Um, anyway, so yeah, there is something slightly spooky going on, but there seem to be, you know,
1: faulty smoke on, not spooky, it's just... well,
0: I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I know you're going to go, oh, I do, oh, hysterically as well, we've got to tell you this, you know, uh, talk about art imitating life, you know, the way we've cracked on about having the neighbour's cat, and, um, we still refer to her as TNC, obviously, the, the, the The japes up a bit because we now own own our own property, so we no longer realistically have to refer to her as TNC. (gasps) What? I know. What's this? I know. But...
1: This isn't a Patreon.
0: I know, I know. But we we still call the neighbour's cat. We've just got new neighbours, and we believe strongly they have a cat, right? And it's not shy, and it's very friendly. And it turns out, like, but, but...
1: The issue is our neighbour's cat hates other cats.
0: Yeah. Hates. She
1: really, really so there's a black cat in the neighbourhood who comes over, so a big bat like we think it's a male dog. Yeah, we? it's Fish almost like a
0: panther. Cats.
1: It comes over and she she's been out there before once on a little harness.
0: Yeah, and she, and she went, went for, for it. it. She
1: had like a little terror machine, she went for it and it had the good sense to scarf her yeah. immediately. But like I think she might have killed it. Like yeah. it. and we've heard this scream when she's seen it, when she's been inside and it's been in the garden. Yeah. like and it's it was this blood curdling yeah. scream, like it was her, she
0: And the thing I, is Oh like this battle cry. This this is the same one that I've seen sat on our doorstep. So she knows it and it knows her. So there's oh. this kind of this
1: And she does not like it. Like, but, she yeah, wants but, it the, gone. but my
0: point is that they're aware of each other's presence. Like she was I watched it watching it today, this morning. Right. She was watching that one, okay. grooming itself on another shed. Yeah. So anyway, we are both sat here watching TV last night. Next thing, this beautiful white and black fluffy cat appears. just got
1: sat on the fence post. Sat on the fence
0: post just on our back garden. And I was like, oh, look how Uh close that is. Uh Because that's, it's not even like it was like at the back, afraid. So yeah. I went. So so we'll we have to like, chase oh, it away. Yeah, like before, before she, she sees, sees it,
1: because she'll go ballistic at that being so close to us. So so I went out. We went out, we,
0: we closed the door now, between the living room and the bed, bath, yeah. uh, kitchen, so she couldn't get. She out. couldn't see it.
1: Now, normally with this back when we open the door, if I start going towards it, it, it runs it goes off. Away. Yeah. yeah. So I opened the door,
0: and it jumped and down it to do, greet you. Yeah, it
1: didn't do anything. It just sat there looking. And as I approached it, it jumped down. It was like it was going to come in the yeah, house. Yeah, it I had to
0: close the door because it was about to walk in.
1: It's like, listen, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to shoot. Yeah. Like, you need to go away. Like, and it was just like, meow, like having a little and then, having a little wander around, like, no, seriously, you've got to go. She'll hit the roof. Yeah. Like, yeah. And
0: then later on, it was, um, sleeping on the shed roof and I yeah. I brought the washing in and yeah, sure. I kind of tapped the back fence and it kind mm-hmm. of walked along the back fence, mm-hmm. um, but we think it's the We've actually got a neighbour's cat yeah, we think now. Yeah, it might genuinely be the neighbour's cat. Um, so we're unsure what to do. It's got a small face, so we're calling it Small Face. Yeah,
1: until we learn its name. Yeah. But it's a problem because she, like, she hasn't seen it yet. <laughs> it, was, it was so funny, wasn't it? It was like we were locks in the kitchen because it was in the garden and we were like, look, it's on. If it lives there, it's on its own fence posters. But, yeah, you know, we can't, the one between ours. Like, you can't, you know, that's. It's, so it's we allowed went,
0: to live to walk on its own Yeah, fence. so
1: we went to come back in, but she was in the living room wondering what we were doing in the kitchen and was about to come into the kitchen to see it. Yeah. And you were like, distract her. Yeah, train distracts her I'd say so as I went I tried to stop her getting in the kitchen I was like party in the living room come on nothing to see here yeah, nothing yeah. happening in the kitchen I think she's
0: got just... more dreamies than she's ever had yeah. but I, I said we're going to have to get like a water pistol or something just something you know not to hurt it but just to to to, to, to try and reinforce a message you can't stay
1: yeah it's such a shame because you know as you know we love a good neighbour's yeah, cat if we didn't have a cat so we,
0: they, they, we would literally be art imitating life yeah. we would be stealing this look, cat yeah um but yeah, it was a really um we are now in the situation where we have a neighbour's cat, which is yeah. which is a, a jolly turnaround yeah. for the books.
1: Well um it was funny as well when we were away so this is the last thing on cats. Yeah. Um but the she gets night, she gets in a new place, she gets a bit zoomy, doesn't she? Yeah, you know, yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. like an alertness thing 'cause she you know she's not sure where she is and she's running around, um, which you know it's fine, it's like natural behaviour. But there's above the bed in the caravan is like a shelf where yeah. um there's cupboards either side of it and a tall like a tall shelf where you know you just put ornaments or whatever. Um and I could see her eyeing it off like mm. and in the night what she would do is leap up onto it so it's directly above us, directly above our heads and it's a big jump you know, it's a big jump yeah it's about, it's about up onto five it five foot yeah but when you're asleep she'd then jump back down onto, onto your... your chest now I don't know if you've ever been woken up by a flying cat hitting your chest from height
0: yeah even but a small qu- cat it's
1: quite a shock <laughs> yeah. it's like Jesus and at one point I could see her because she'd woken, up, woken us up by flying like hurtling down onto the chest yeah so I woke up with a real start, like oh my god what the hell Um. and afterwards I could see her eyeing it up again and I was like no, like it's too high, but it's like, don't be going yeah. up there, and then one oh, she came over on my chest, and was getting chest snuggles, as she does, a lot of nights, and then, suddenly so out of nowhere, from like, literally a standing jump, woom, she's up there again, yeah, <laughs> and I was yeah, like,
0: oh yeah. God. And we also, final thing on, on my little birthday, extravaganza trip, i got loads of lovely presents, and the trip is a, a, a nice present, from Becca too. Um, got a signed Michael Palin book, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Which was good, the Python years, which yeah. is, I'm very impressed with. Anyway, we went to our favourite Indian restaurant, in the world. Now, Throughout the seventies and eighties, um, any services or uh, service stations on motorways in the UK in the UK would have a thing called the Little Chef.
1: Yeah, and um, it was very um, kind of diner style, diner like all like, yeah. English breakfast, full like, English okay.
0: breakfasts, and like you know fish and chips and stuff. And um, they were all over the UK. They were a massive franchise. Yeah, they were quite
1: frequent. They were kind of um, there was a lot of snobbery around them, wasn't it? Yeah, there? like it oh, was like the kind of thing you had to make do with when you were travelling.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, some geniuses in Landolas where we went, or Chlandolas, as it's pronounced, um, they bought this and turned it... They yeah, the Little it,
1: Chef is no more. It's, it's no
0: more, yeah, it went out, it went out of um Leaving business, all these empty buildings. Leaving all these empty buildings. And they basically turned it into an Indian restaurant, right? Kept the original signage outside, mm. put a turban on it,
1: Genuinely.
0: and inserted the word Indian before the word chef so it was called The Little Indian Chef <laughs> it's and it's the best thing ever brilliant but it's absolutely fucking gorgeous yeah as well. it's lovely yeah but really nice talk about like outside. Like, an absolute amazing use yeah. of signage.
1: It's a real difference as well, because from the outside, obviously, it looks like, what, the Little Indian Chef? What? And it's this, looks it's like the, the same, service station it's thing. It's the same thing. But then, well, then you go inside, and it's beautiful. And the service was fantastic, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was a good,
0: heading, great time. If you're ever on, heading on the A55 towards Landudno, pull into Lhambalas <laughs> and go to the Little Indian yeah. Chef just to see the sign. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> anyway, none of that's why we're here. Why we're here, of course, is to discuss things that we find on Reddit which are paranormal. And I found this, which is only six hours old, over to you. Thank you.
1: Welcome to Reddit Corner with Becca. Thank you. The title of this story is Dark Ride.
0: Ooh. Let's begin. Let's begin.
1: This is my account of the only real scary occurrence in my life. What's nice. What a sheltered life. That sounds lovely. Yeah. Only... Only been scared once. Nice. <laughs> Good point. Thank <yeah. laughs> oh, God. Boom. Nope. <laughs> no. No.
0: Nope.
1: It was mid-October 1992. So they've gone for 20 years without being scared. Where did they live? you need to move there. there. I know.
0: <laughs> what do you have to say? Real Xanax.
1: <laughs> 1992. I was riding home on my motorcycle from seeing some friends. It was late in the evening slash early morning hours of that chilly fall weekend in Central California. I had made my turn off of the county freeway onto a less than well-lit county road. I remember that the road ahead was deserted, no headlights coming towards me, nor any taillights in my rearview mirrors. The road was encompassed with large walnut groves on each side. The huge trees and land swallowed the distance ahead in complete darkness. Getting a bit poetic there. Getting a
0: bit poetic there, yeah. It always strikes me as a little bit of a maybe a lie when it starts to say things like, and I gripped... I gripped the plastic implement which would forever put my words of pain upon the page instead of saying I grabbed a pen. You done? Yes.
1: I was clipping along at about four, 50 miles per hour when my eyes caught the jogger up ahead of me on my right side. My mind quickly thought, how odd, wondering why someone would be out here, jogging at this time of year, at this hour of the night. As I approached him, I gradually moved to the middle of the road to give the jogger space. I touched on my brights so he'd see me approaching. Now, understand this. At first, in my mind, there was nothing out of the ordinary, other than the timing of the situation. A hooded runner, Heather Gray Sweats, a figure about six foot tall, jogging along the shoulder of a deserted country road at midnight in October. As I approached him, at a safe distance of maybe a 100 feet away, bright headlight blazing, I saw him, or should I say it, Stumble. I fully expected the figure to fall, sprawling face down into the ploughed dirt, but it didn't. It did fall to the ground, on all fours, but very quickly and with amazing agility, it began running, like an animal, on all fours, like a wild animal.
0: Skinwalker!
1: Mind you, I was riding at a regular speed at this point, maybe 55 miles per hour, but the hooded human form that I watched become a hooded animal was keeping pace with me for a moment. Then... Hold as on, it,
0: I thought it, he was approaching it.
1: Yeah, so he's come from behind. It
0: stumbled oh, he's come from behind, okay. Yeah, okay. it was in front of him, wasn't right, it? Right,
1: okay. It was keeping pace with me for a moment. Then, as if it sensed that it had been discovered, it sped off to its right into the pitch-black walnut grove. My blood ran cold. I, shift, I downshifted out of instinct and throttled hard. I was gone. All I can think of at that split second was that thing that animal might suddenly pop up in my rearview mirror with some horrific maniacal grimaced face right before ending me before i knew it i was five miles down that road and my speedometer read 100 miles per hour just before i made my final right turn towards home i brought my courage up to look into the rear view nothing there was just pitch black behind me whatever it was it was gone Shakingly, I made my last turn and didn't look back again until, they pu- until I pulled into my garage and closed the door. To this day, now 31 years later, I can tell that true story and my listeners will react with complete disbelief. Some believe me, others don't. What was it? A person? An animal? A shapeshifter? A skinwalker? Or something, a combination of all those? You decide.
0: My listeners is an interesting quote. So is, it a, is it a fellow podcaster?
1: Well, no, I think he's, what he's saying... He can tell that story, so... Uh, oh, okay,
0: right. If you're I telling see. that to somebody, because usually, obviously, it would be verbal mm. rather than written down. Okay, now, I'm interested in if there's any comments, because it's only six hours old, this story.
1: Okay, well, interesting that you said a skinwalker, and he's also... Yeah. Said... So he's obviously familiar with the concept, Well, I... yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, which is, you mm. know... Cause I don't know I I that's heard... a red flag or... I
1: haven't heard skinwalker before, I don't know what is. Haven't was. you?
0: No. Oh, we'll have to do an episode on skinwalkers, mm. Maybe we mm. just talk about them.
1: Yay. Yeah. Um, Sounds sad enthusiasm. <laughs> Someone says, ooh, Lord, that is very creepy and scary. Sounds like maybe you saw a shapeshifter. Someone else said, those who don't believe you may need a a bit more rides like you out there in order to cease being in Wonderland. What? As stated already, it probably was a shapeshifter and it's the one thing that makes sense. Can't help myself being curious about it and somehow follow that thing at a prudent distance, but the darkness wouldn't help at all. So it's... They basically saying if someone doesn't believe you, you need to stop being in Wonderland, because it's clearly yeah. a shapeshifter, shifter. Right, it's okay. the
0: one thing that makes sense, is it? Is it even <laughs> I, as a believer, in, in all things. It's not the one we...
1: thing. Um, someone says, to so it look like a human, then an animal, like a dog or something? I believe you, for the record, just trying to visualise what you saw. Man, I would have been horrified on a bike. A car, at least you have some sense of safety being inside. That's a good That's point, a very yeah. That's a good
0: point, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, someone helpfully who's put maybe an alien visiting earth and they've put a little picture of the earth a
0: little earth emoji yeah yeah where you're off I fancy a run whereabouts probably earth Uh, (laughs) yeah what do they wear hoodies I think Um, no
1: you're doing it wrong Jeff you're doing it wrong you've got to do it on two legs not four they'll They'll know they'll know you're an alien
0: what if you see a motorbike then I'll run on all fours yeah interesting
1: um yeah what um what I find quite scary about that story is that when they said 1992, I was like, oh, so 20 years ago. And no, no, he's absolutely right. It's not 20 years, it's 30 years ago.
0: Yeah. Well, tell me about <laughs> it because I got the fucking shock of my life um, whilst we were away. Mm-hmm. Because um, Jay Cheel, who was the director of Cursed Films 2, which I was on, brag. Um, but I've got I follow him on Twitter, obviously, and he retweeted. Something and said, "Can't wait for this." And it was the the releasing a special four K, Blu Ray DVD of my favourite ever film, which is of course,
1: "So I Married an Axe Murderer."
0: So I married an axe murderer with the amazing Mike Myers, whose parents are from Liverpool. Liverpool, exactly. So I was like, "Oh, brilliant! It's the thirty year anniversary." Now, I mean, obviously it is, because it's a film from my teenage years, but mm. when I've seen it, literally my stomach dropped, especially when I've just turned 40 fucking four.
1: So it came out when you were about 14?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it it wasn't, yeah, that really was a bit of a downer. But at the same time, it made me think, well, maybe that's why it doesn't seem to be on any sort of streaming service. Because it doesn't.
1: Because it's so old.
0: No. no. <laughs> I
1: <laughs> not what you mean. Because
0: it's so special. <laughs> no.
1: Yeah, no, it is on streaming services. It's not. I think it is. I think it's not. But you've got the DVD, does it matter?
0: But we haven't got a DVD player, so yeah.
1: Oh, well, you've got the PlayStation.
0: Well, all right. Anyway, is thanks Becca for um, allowing us into your, your dingy, dark and depressing, yet lovely, bright and elegant Becca's Reddit Corner.
1: You're welcome. Thank you for visiting Reddit Corner with Becca.
0: You're welcome. To.
1: No, you don't. I'm <laughs> thanking you.
0: <laughs> okay. Then, thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Kevin's suddenly forgotten how to sign off, Reddit Corner.
0: I <laughs> know. Oh, also, also, I figured out that I can do, uh, this is only applicable if you've watched Game of Thrones. But, you know, like, there's certain things, there's certain accents I can do, right, but only one sentence off. Mm-hmm. So, for example, my Jim Harrell impression is, that's a doozy. Oh no wait there. That's a doozy. Anyway. Um my Brennan impression is I'm Burning Store. Oh that was terrible. I'm Burning Storm? No. Anyway.
1: Why are all these paranormal podcasts doing impressions of? Because I
0: listen to a lot of paranormal (laughs) podcasts. Anyway, if you watch Game of Thrones or you've ever watched Game of Thrones, it turns out I found out the other day I can do an impression of Littlefinger Mm -hmm. but only saying the line that looks like a good egg.
1: It wasn't. It was just that's a good egg. It wasn't.
0: Oh yeah, just that's a good egg. You ready? This is Littlefinger from Game of Thrones saying that's a good egg. You ready? That's a good egg. It's all
1: right. Do it again.
0: That's a good egg. No, you've lost it. That's a good egg. That's a good egg. That's a good egg. Catherine Stark. No, no, now. Yeah, you lost it. That's a good egg. Anyway. I
1: mean, how 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 you got to know that? That's the only sentence you can say. In little things, as well. She remains a mystery. <laughs> <Yeah>. I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, I sat there reading the Bible, page <laughs> yeah, for page.
1: Because that's not a quote from Game of Thrones in co- any way. No, it's not. <laughs> no it's one not. mentions eggs.
0: No, no, no. Well, there's a there's a, there's a special um, there's a special unseen episode that I've seen where he's given an, an Easter egg.
1: Oh, I was going to say like a perfectly yolky...
0: No, no, he's given an Easter egg like by um, Podrick. And he goes, right. that's a good egg.
1: I don't think he's friends with
0: Podrick. Well, he, he is in this episode, all right. right okay. Use your imagination. Fucking hell, that guy. a god. Way to ruin an impression. That's a good egg. Anyway, on that note, thanks for allowing us in again as we attempt <laughs> to end this for the second time.
1: You're welcome. Tatty, bye. Bye, guys.